welcome to the Kids Do Interviews podcast. This is a podcast where kids do interviews. I'm Zach. I'm Elsie. And I'm Living. For the first episode, we've been interviewing our grandparents. Let's start with me interviewing my granddad. All right. <laughs> Excellent. Um, I, uh, hello, Libby. <laughs> what can I tell you? What happened when you did something naughty? Well, uh, do you make? Do you think I ever did anything naughty, Libby? <laughs> <laughs> well, it would depend, I suppose, what it was. Uh, it's very difficult to remember because it was so long ago, but I do remember once, quite often, being boys, I had a brother who was four years younger than me, Uncle Nick, whom you will have met sometimes, except he's your great-uncle, isn't he? And uh, when we... When I was about Zach's age, I suppose, we lived... uh, uh, in a house, it was a council house, like a bit, perhaps a bit like uh, Granny used to live in, and um, just a few minutes walk away, there was a stream that we boys liked to go and play in, and we'd have take sticks and float them down, and. I remember at least once being told not to go to the stream. I must have got my best clothes on. But, of course, we went down to the stream and I fell in and got very wet. And it was no doubt something very disgraceful. I have memories of being sent to bed early and thinking my parents were being really horrible to me. Uh, But I forgot about (laughs) it by the next day. (laughs) What colour was your hat? My hat... (laughs) Well, I can't remember wearing a hat when I was at primary school, but when we went to uh, secondary school, like Granny, I went to a uh, school that was just for uh, one uh, sort of child only. In that case, it was boys. And we thought girls were very strange because, of course, I didn't have uh, any girls at home apart from my mother. Uh, uh, But we had to wear a cap like in the funny old pictures. Do you know what that would be like? Yes, I know, it is a funny thing to think about. So, and we had to have a blazer. So we, I used to put my cap in my blazer pocket. Most people did. You fold it up, put it in your blazer pocket. But of course, I think the very first day I was at school, I managed to lose it. And so, of course, I was very upset because my parents had bought me this posh new uniform and I'd lost it. Fortunately, by the second day, the teacher had found it uh, and I had it again. And the other thing we had to do was, if you met one of the teachers when you were out in the street, you had to lift your cap off (laughs) as a sign of respect. And we used to dread this because I walked to school with a friend of mine. Uh, It was... It wasn't quite as far as you walk to your school, but it was about that sort of distance. Um, and there was also a teacher from the school, a rather rather fierce, not very likeable teacher. I think he taught Spanish. And he had two daughters 
he used to take them to the uh, girls' school on the way, and we used to dread meeting him because we'd have to take our caps off, and if we didn't, we'd get told off. <laughs> oh, and the cap was blue. I didn't tell you what colour it was, but it was blue, like the uniform. <clears throat> <laughs> what? You found that funny? <laughs> what colours? Yeah. What, what colours your favourite hat? What? The fox one. Is it? Man. <laughs> Very good. Right. What's your next question, darling? What games did you play? What games did you play? What games did we play? Um. Oh, all sorts of games. Uh, we used to play. We used to play the obvious ones uh, that Granny's mentioned. Things like uh, drafts and um, Ludo, snakes and ladders. Uh, we also, I remember when I was uh, at secondary school. Uh, got quite keen on playing Monopoly, which of course goes on for ages, and we used to have to leave it set up in a room and make sure it didn't get knocked over. Um, and I also remember when I was at school, about 12 or 13, there was, there was a big craze for everybody at school, or a lot of the boys, playing a, a funny game that was a sort of cross between but it was a bit like cricket, but with sticks. And you, you, had, you had a stone or a brick and a little stick on it. And then you had a big stick that was the bat. And you used to flip. You had to hit the, the, the little stick with your big stick and then bat it as far as it could go. And I think it was called something like crint or something crazy like that. I don't know whether we made that name up. But everybody used to go out and play it on the, back, uh, the field around the side of the school. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and shove halfpenny we paid in the classroom. And of course, it meant people used to cut little um, marks for the uh, goals at either end of the desks. We had desks, not tables. Each boy had a desk. And you used to keep your books in the desk, yes, with a lid. You lift the lid up, and of course, if you let it go bang, would make a big noise in the lesson, and you could distract the teacher or get into bother. Um, but then you'd mark out your shove halfpenny uh, thing, and you'd play it at lunchtime if it was wet. What was your favourite game? What was my favourite game? Hmm, that is difficult. I, I don't know. I don't know that I had a favourite. We used to play some games quite a lot and then just forget about them. So I can't remember having a... I used to quite like playing cricket actually because my father was very keen. He used to play cricket um, and he played for the team where we lived for a, just a, a local team. Yeah, that's right. And we used to go and watch um, them playing and uh, join in the, the tea. So I quite like playing cricket, but I wasn't really very good, except perhaps at slow arm bowling. Um, so I wasn't very sporty, I'm afraid, unlike uh, you lot. Don't think we did gymnastics. We didn't know they didn't do that. Hee <laughs> <laughs> hee.
<laughs> Are you laughing at me? What was your favourite food? What was my favourite food? Well, that's another difficult question. We asked me to think back ever such a long way to what was my favourite food. What was the favourite food we liked to have? Well, Granny, uh, my mum, your mum's Granny Rank, used to make very nice um, parking uh, that was a sort of treacly cake. Um, what goes what 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 goes in parking? Um, flour and eggs and sugar and treacle. <laughs> yeah, treacle. That yes, it's very sort of and it's a, a sticky cake. Um, so used to quite uh, we used to like that. This is the last question. Oh right. Did you have a coloring book? Did I have a colour? Oh, I'm sure I had lots of colouring books. In fact, I can remember once um, there was a competition from, uh, done by petrol stations by Shell and um, they must have been giving out the colouring or you got the book. And I once won a prize. I don't think it, perhaps it was just another colouring book for sending in a colouring picture. That was my highest artistic achievement. <laughs> <laughs> Have you got a colouring book, Libby? Do you like colouring? Of course I do. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Well, those are very good questions, Libby. Have I answered them properly? Yeah, me. <laughs> it's been a pleasure to talk to you, darling. <laughs> enjoyed that and now it's time for me to interview my granny Dorothy Rank. <laughs> Let's start off with was mum good when she was a child? Mum was very good when she was a child. She was very cute. She was when she was about two she had a lot of blonde curly hair and she used to follow granddad about wherever he went. And, but she did some. She did do some naughty things. So she liked climbing. So for a long time, she didn't go up the stairs on the stairs on the treads. She used to climb on the outside of the banister, and then when her head touched the ceiling, she would climb over and go up the last few stairs. And I think she was about seven when she stopped doing that. So she did it for a long time, and it frightened me out every time. <laughs> So for the next question, we're going back to your childhood. Oh, golly. So I'm going to ask, who were your childhood friends? Um, well, I had quite a lot of friends, but the thing that amused my mum and dad a lot, your great-granny and granddad, was I had an imaginary friend. And my imaginary friend was called Mrs. Goldfond Steaming, which everybody thought was absolutely hilarious. And my imaginary friend lived under my gran granny's uh, dining table. 
she kept the table covered with a long green velour cloth with a fringe all the way around and I used to go underneath the table and meet my imaginary friend Mrs Golf on steaming under there. Were your parents kind when you were a child? Um, it's a long time ago but yes I think they, they were kind and what my mum and dad were alive during the war when you couldn't get lots and lots of things so lots of food was rationed and it was very difficult to get anything like chocolate so after the war was finished my dad um, used to buy chocolate for everybody so even after I was born which was actually after the war um, he used to go into uh, a shop in the town and buy uh, every Friday he used to buy some chocolates for my mum and some sweets for my brother and me and he was a very very kind man he always used to give away whatever he had and always spent his money on other people can you remember ever being naughty <laughs> well my brother won't let me forget the time I fastened him in his bedroom because he left his dressing gown over the the banister at the top of the stairs and it had a cord round the waist so I took the cord off and I fastened his door handle to the top of the banister so he couldn't get out of his room it was great <laughs> <laughs> Where did you live when you were a child? Um, well, I was born um, in, uh, in a hospital uh, in Sunderland, which is by the seaside. And my mum and dad lived in a flat because it was a few years after the war and lots and lots of housing had been bombed where they lived because it was near the shipyards. So it was very difficult for people to get a house. So when I was born, my mum and dad lived in the bottom floor of, of a house. And um, one of the things that happened to them during the war was they moved, they moved quite a lot. And three times they moved out of a flat and the following week it was destroyed by a bomb. So they always said that God was really looking after them. So when I was born, um, my brother was born a few years later, and by that time uh, the council were building houses. So my mum and dad got a council house, which they thought was absolutely wonderful because it had three bedrooms and it had an upstairs and a downstairs and a garden. So that was really good. And we love living at the seaside because we could go down to the seaside any time we wanted and walk along the beach, which I really liked. Was your school a good school? Um, my, my secondary school was a girls' grammar school, which uh, so only girls could go to it. And I really loved school. So, uh, and I think I learned a lot at, at school. Um, before that I'd been to two primary schools and um, at the first one I get 
I used to play netball in the netball team because I was taller than most of my friends so it was very difficult to get a goal past me I could put my hands up and stop them getting a goal or I could get a goal quite easily and I really like that so I always really liked school what were your teachers like um well, that's really funny, Zach, because the other day I found a picture um, of, of my secondary school and there were some really, really good teachers and then there were some who were just a little bit odd. Um, so my art teacher, I really didn't like a lot, but I love my English teachers and um, we had a very nice lady who taught us maths and uh, she was she was very very clever but she could quite easily be distracted so when we got a bit fed up of maths we would ask her a question and she would tell us a story and that saved us having to do any maths for a bit and I found the other week that she had just died recently she was 96 and she'd lived in Sunderland all her life she went to university down the road in Durham and she came back and taught at my school which was on Durham Road for all her life and she looked after her mum while her mum was alive so she was a very very nice lady. Did you ever play games with your family? Um, yes we did. My dad used to love to play drafts and you could never ever beat him at drafts and he would never let anybody win just to be nice he's always played it uh, to win and it was quite frustrating and then we used to play a game a bit like ludo but it was called uckers and i i can remember playing that with my aunt who i was very very fond of and it was a crazy form of ludo it was very fast and and great fun I'm not sure I can remember the rules now. What were your parents' jobs? My dad did all sorts of, of uh, different jobs. So um, during the war and after the war, he was um, a tram driver. And then he got a job working for an insurance company. Um, my mum worked in a shop and she uh, she became the manager um, of a shop she really liked working with people and uh, the manager knew she was very trustworthy and there was a lot of money in the shop so he knew he could rely on her to look after the money and never ever steal it um, my mum was a very, very honest person. She wouldn't even, she wouldn't have taken a penny that wasn't hers. Do you have a favourite memory from your childhood? Um, oh, golly, I have to think. Um, yeah, I think one of my favourite memories was... Um, going on the bus every Tuesday with my dad. He used to run a children's club at, at the church. And when we'd moved into this council estate, there were lots and lots of children. And as I said before, he's, he was very, very kind. So he used to take us all on the bus to the children's meeting and he would pay everybody's bus fare. And then when we used to come back, 
the bus stop was outside a chip shop but you were not supposed to take chips on the bus because of the smell so what my dad used to do was get everybody uh, pay for a bag of chips for everybody and then he would stand by the bus uh, when it came and he would put himself between the children and the bus conductor and let them run upstairs with their bags of chips and we all used to sit on the top of the bus eating our bags of chips and thinking the conductor won't know but of course chips a dozen bags of chips with salt and vinegar smell really strongly so the conductor was just turning a blind eye really i think <laughs> Thanks for that. That's the end of that. All right. <laughs> Thank you. What a good interview you are. <laughs>